and welcome back to the Tucson Type Podcast. My name is Tatum and I will be your host as we talk to makers, artisans, and entrepreneurs of Tucson. Thank you all for joining us today for our sixth chapter and I'm super excited to share this one with you. I mean, honestly, I'm always excited to share these stories with you, so this is nothing really new, but it is still great for me and hopefully you all too, so thank you for being here. For this chapter, we are joined by Andy Berlin, a food and drink writer for This Is Tucson and the Arizona Daily Star, and I've been following Andy's restaurant reviews for a while, and they are honest and funny, and she seems to be down to try literally anything. So if you ever need some inspiration on where to eat or where to get takeout from, go check out her page first. And of course, after you have listened to our conversation, make sure you stay until after the credits, because for this chapter, I have two fun Tucson foodie facts for you because they were both so great and I couldn't decide, so I just decided to include both of them. So Andy started the conversation off with a story of how she got started in her food writing journey, which was in London in an internship where she started reviewing Indian restaurants and after that she was hooked. She then goes on to tell us about how she got her break in Arizona by starting with the Arizona Daily Star and the Tucson Citizen Entertainment section and all of the fun stuff that comes after that. So let's get right into it with the one and only Andy Berlin. story about how I got into food writing but it was, I guess it's just a constant like drive to keep doing it and I've yeah I've been able to do a lot of different things in my career I've done like 30 different jobs and I've realized that food writing is pretty amazing so I want to keep doing it as long as I can because it's by far the best job I've ever had and I I just really like the feeling of wanting to go to work like when I was working at other jobs I would be like I don't want to go I don't want to go to work right now like this sucks you know or like it would be a Saturday and I would be thinking I have to go to work on Monday and like I just don't want to live my life like that you know so I'm just trying to keep this going for as long as I can and we'll see (laughs) yeah it makes sense to me so what inspires you and keeps you super excited to go to work all the time yeah I think it's I think it's doing a different interesting thing every day like I'm actually doing something that is interesting to me you know like um going to going to a restaurant that I've never been to before is really really interesting to me and and thinking about how food connects with culture how it connects with community you know the science the political aspects of food like it's all there I think that food touches on almost every aspect of society you can kind of look at that in a food lens and so it's never boring to me you know it's 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 something that keeps it's just interesting um and I think the other part about it is I've realized I am not an office person I don't like sitting in front of a computer I love going out and talking to people and eating at restaurants and driving around and photographing things and taking videos that's what I love and so I I just I just enjoy getting out of my house (laughs) (laughs) So Andy really found the perfect job for her that she loves and loves going to each day, which is really lucky for us and Tucson. 
but I wanted to be a negative Nancy for just like one minute and ask what the worst part about being a food writer was for her. Yeah, I think there is. And it's um, the last few years I, I have gained a fair amount of weight and I've been dealing with blood pressure issues and health issues. And, you know, that's that's hard because it's your job to eat. Like today, <laughs> you know, I really wanted to eat healthy, but I'm doing this um, food. Uh, like I do this thing every week called Andy Eats. That's like a review show on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I developed this taco tour of Tucson and I had to go out to El Guero Canelo to, you know, eat some tacos <laughs> and talk about the tacos. But like. I really, in my heart of hearts today, really just wanted to eat something healthy. Um, but I, you know, I have, you know, I have to work. <laughs> so that's kind of the hardest part about it is like maintaining. It's it, it's just like hard maintaining your personal uh, boundaries with this kind of job because it's it's so exciting that it kind of takes over every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So. I, like can't even be like the weight that I want to be you know and that it's just hard sometimes but it's a trade-off I just have to you know you have to work out a little more or, or you know you can go out to a restaurant and try not to eat all of it but that's kind of hard <laughs> <laughs> I don't really like leaving food you know wasting it so it's a, it's a constant battle for sure So then after we talked about some of the negative aspects of her work, we got to switch gears and talk about why Andy loves what she does and what her favorite part of the job is. My favorite part is just the feeling that I get when I go to a new place and try a new thing and talk to somebody and have like a genuine connection with them. That's my favorite thing is when I'm, when I'm just like learning about, I'm getting put into someone else's world for a second and they're feeding me these delicious foods that you know um that make my senses go crazy you know and that that are are frankly like really exciting to eat and 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 your taste buds and then you're talking to them and and you kind of feel like their passion comes through into you and then you kind of get this like food high you know and that's just my favorite part of the job is when I just have those, like, it's rare, you know, it it doesn't happen all the time, but, you know, hopefully, like, once a week, or once a month, or something, even, you just have this amazing moment with somebody that is, you know, it's kind of emotional, it hits you in an emotional way, so, that's my favorite. So, the stories and connections Andy makes through food are her favorite parts, and Tucson, honestly, has so many great local restaurants with great people behind them, and Andy helps share their businesses and stories, which has been super fun to see and follow. And then we went on to talk about what advice she has for someone starting off on a new business venture, which is? Yeah, I think that for me, what's worked is to just pour everything that you have into it and be the very best that you can be um, and make sure that other people see it and don't you know don't mess it up like if you're in a business context this might not be the same if you're a painter or a musician but like in a business context make sure that you look um you, you know you you answer emails in a timely way you're friendly you seem passionate and just 
give it everything you got and and people will notice you know um that's that's always what gets me but you know if 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 it's not interesting to me I don't want to do it at all (laughs) but if it is interesting to me I want to pour every last ounce of me in there and make something incredible you know so to sum up Andy's advice Find something you're interested in and put everything you've got into it. People will notice the effort and you paying attention to the details and accuracy will go a long way. We then switched things up a little bit for this episode and had listeners send in questions beforehand and we were able to get to almost all of them. And I apologize in advance if I messed up your name. I was just going off of Instagram handles, which were actually pretty entertaining sometimes, like this first one from... 1,000 Pizza Slices, which is a great name, asks, <laughs> asks, what's your take on sending food back because you didn't like it or something was wrong? Yeah, I don't really do that very often, um, unless there was, like, some really egregious error, but I tend to just eat it and suck it up, um, <laughs> because I just, I've spent time in the service industry, too. I was a waitress, I was a cheesemonger, and I just don't want to be that rude person. <laughs> yep. So, I, yeah, I don't often send it back. But if something's, like, super cold, you know, and it was, like, expensive, then I'll just be nice about it and say, hey, can you warm this up? Or, you know, if it's something easy, but I'm, I don't really like going in there and being mean. <laughs> nice. Um, Carla Luna 3 asks, do you prefer to try new food on your own or with a friend or a group? That's a great question. I think I like to try new food with everything in different in different ways, you know. Um, but I, I think that when I'm with a group, I have much more fun because I'm with people and I enjoy sharing food. But when I'm on my own, I actually concentrate more on the food and I kind of look outward. I, I think that's why I love traveling alone sometimes is that I'm, I'm really immersed in like what's going on and not necessarily like the other people around me, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say one is better than the other. I just think that they're different, Um, but both awesome in in different ways. Makes sense. Let's see. Norman six asks, um, and I'm paraphrasing this question here, but how do you manage to eat some of the foods that you eat? um, Especially if it's not particularly enjoyable for your taste buds. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I feel like I, I enjoy most of the things that I eat, and most of the things that you see me eat on camera, I, I probably at least enjoy it a little bit, because I feel guilty recommending something that is terrible to my readers and, and my watchers, you know, viewers. Um, so, yeah, if something like flat out sucks, like, I won't eat it, and I probably won't put it on camera. Um, but the weird thing about me is that I can eat pretty much anything. <laughs> like I can eat really bad, disgusting food too. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy it cause I just like food, <laughs> I guess. So the last question we had was from the paperback bruncher who asked about Sonoran restaurant week, which for anyone who doesn't know is happening October 2nd through 11th this year. And it's a really big event in Tucson and Andy had a few things to say about the upcoming festivities. So it's this annual uh, restaurant deal celebration thing where restaurants all over town are doing three-course meals for cheaper than they normally would. Uh, So 
it's really cool. You can uh, look it up, SonoranRestaurantWeek.com, I believe is the website. But this is the second year they've been doing it, and this is also the second year that I'm doing a collaboration with them. So I'm doing like a taco tour. Last year I had a more extensive tour of five different neighborhoods and five spots at each place. But I thought this year, because of COVID and everything, I don't want to really be encouraging people to like go to a lot of different spots. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'll just pick five awesome spots. Um, And the other part about it is that um, Sonoran Restaurant Week is working with the UNESCO City of Gastronomy organization that formed after, after Tucson got its designation. So all of the spots on my list are actually certified city of gastronomy spots, which is really cool. It's just like an extra, like, um, an extra, you know, good job kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that cool. They treat their employees well. They contribute to the community. They contribute to charity. They source locally. There's a list of things that you have to do to be a city of gastronomy certified spot. Um, and I just think that's really cool that they can be like Sonoran style Mexican restaurants and still be recognized in that way, the way that like a, a more fine dining concept would be recognized. So I just encourage anyone to um, look up this is Tucson.com um, and I have an article on there with my taco tour. And then on Instagram tonight, I'm going to be promoting it as well. And, um, and eat it, you know, eat at a local Mexican spot because that's what makes our cuisine what it is. That's that's what's so interesting about Tucson, why people come from all over the world yeah. to eat here is because of the local flavors, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So I will put links in the show notes to the Sonoran Restaurant Week website as well as the about page of the Tucson City of Gastronomy organization. And continuing with the interview, Andy then tells us why she stays in Tucson and what she likes about it most, which is... And I think that the, the thing that, I, that, I, that makes me stay here is that they, it's, it's so easy to do what I want to do here. Like, I have an amazing job that allows me to go to restaurants all over the city. I, my apartment is cheap enough that I can live by myself and not be in a shoebox and, and pay my rent and, and, um, uh, give my cat, my diabetic cat shots. <laughs> my cat has diabetes, so I have to give him insulin oh. shots. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's why I love Tucson. <laughs> okay. So joking aside, I am really glad that Andy loves Tucson because it allows her to do what she loves, and it's a great creative outlet for her. And I'm also really happy that she can give her cat insulin shots. Um, That just warmed my little heart. We then wrapped up the interview with Andy giving some final words to you all, which were? I think right now, you know, I want to say support your local restaurant scene because these people are struggling so hard. And it's they're you know they're scared that they're not going to be here this time next year so I know that I want I want everyone to be safe and do what feels right for them but if you want to just pick like a couple restaurants or a couple places that you really love and that you would be you know sad if they were gone pick those places and support them because they frankly might not be here you know, in a few months, but it's that bad. 
um, so that we have so that we have something left when this bullshit is over. <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it. If you need inspiration for a local restaurant adventure, head over to Andy's Instagram page at Andy Berlin, and you can find her Andy Eats segment for This Is Tucson on Instagram as well at This Is Tucson. And my name is Tatum. You can find me on Instagram at The Tucson Type. Feel free to follow and message me there and tell me what you think about the show. I love hearing from each and every one of you. Thanks again for joining Andy and myself today. Until next time, Tucson. So for our first fun fact, I hope that most of you all have tried or at least heard of El Charo Cafe, and if you haven't, now is your chance. But the fun fact for this episode is that El Charo Cafe is the nation's oldest Mexican restaurant in continuous operations by the same family since 1922. This information can be found on their website, and I will put a link in the show notes as well so you can read more about it, but that's pretty cool. That's quite the accomplishment. And our second fun fact actually comes as a recommendation from Andy, and she thought it would be cool to share with you all that El Huero Canelo earned the James Beard Award in 2018. So this is a super prestigious culinary award, and it's cool to know that it's probably just right around the corner from you. So go enjoy a Sonoran dog from a James Beard winner. No big deal. All right, that's all I have for you today. Goodbye.